mood hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When, what's the next verse? I don't know. I don't know either. While I'm in this holistical podcast, everybody, I am Campbell, and I am joined today by my confidant, my partner, my constant companion on this crazy little roller coaster ride of life. And that is me, Mitch E. V. Shue, a.k.a. Dr. Dank. There they are. We're here, and we're, we're here. here to talk about our top five favorite chain Italian restaurants. Ooh, molto bene. Let's get into this. You want to start first? I'm just, like, no pomp and circumstance. Yes. I just, like, I'm stuff my face with this greasy Italian salty food. Certainly. My number five is pretty hashtag basic, but it's Carrabba's. <laughs> the better Olive Garden. Carrabba's? Is on my list, too. Okay. So, I feel like this is the same echelon of food as Olive Garden, because I see Olive Garden and Outback and a lot of these restaurants in a similar vein, where it's like a genre of food, but it's really oily and greasy, but it's comforting, and because it is so oily and greasy, but this is like an Olive Garden ran by the people who do Outback, you know? Yeah, well, it's funny that you mentioned that, because I got a little research... Carabas is owned by Bloomin' Brands, which owns Outback. Yeah, they own Bonefish, too. Yeah. We worked at Outback. Yeah, we did. It sucked. It was one of the worst jobs I ever worked in my fucking life. It was terrible. I hated it. Everyone hated me, too. Shout, shout out to all the people that work in the restaurant and service industry. Y'all are some super people. Yes. Like, I, I can't jive with that shit. I, also, like, I work retail customer service, and even then, like, I get some rough stuff. Food different. service is rough. I think... Y'all should unionize and demand a high-end wage. Yeah. I think servers should be making $15, $20 an hour easily. Easy. It's one of the hardest the, jobs. It's hard on your feet. You don't get a lunch break. And you, you know, it's crazy. It's honestly one of the most important jobs. Yeah. Everyone needs imagine, food. Imagine, imagine right now, all servers yeah. weren't there. Restaurants as an would industry collapse. would collapse. Yeah. I think like, you guys as servers have a lot more power than you think. And if you guys wanted to start unionizing, I would be totally behind that. I would be behind paying more for my food, knowing that my servers had a living wage. Also, you should always tip your servers and tip them well. But the institution of tipping is actually supremely racist. And it uh, has its roots in uh, post-emancipation practices where you know, African American people would be hired, but they didn't want to be paid at the same rate. Yeah. So you would tip them. Yeah. So we really need to change a lot in our country about how we pay our service workers because you guys are some of the hardest working people in the entire country dealing with the worst bullshit from the worst people trying to have a meal. And from me and Campbell's perspective, a meal is one of really the most beautiful, important things I think you can share with your friends and family. Oh, yeah. I'm of the opinion that food is art. So when you have a good server, it really solidifies the experience. Like the server for our first anniversary dinner actually sent us like a thank you card for coming out like afterwards. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember that from Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember getting that thank card in the mail. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So thank (laughs) you servers. So nuts. You guys do a lot of really good work. And as we go down this list, like we are having you in our minds and our hearts 
And yes, we are putting our money where we, our mouth is. We tip if we're going out to coffee and we only get one thing we tip. We tip when we go literally everywhere we go because you can't change the industry at once. You can believe that tipping is bad, but that doesn't fix the immediate reality for the people living under those conditions. Yes. Now that we touched and covered all our morality and ethics bases, tell me about why you fucking like Carabas. I told you that I liked that it was greasy. I'm sure that that's not like a usually positive thing, but when you have that kind of good comfort food in that big portion, I love it because when it's cooked like that, it's always easy to reheat for later. I think that Carabas is a bit more hip and happening than Olive Garden, like especially where we used to live, a lot more hipper young folk were in the Olive Garden. A lot of people were like watching games there at the bar and whatnot. And I really judge my enjoyment of places as like, do I like the appetizer, dinner, and dessert? Yes. I do at Carabas. Yeah. 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 Carabas. I like going there with my mommy. Carabas. When you're there, you're eating. And shout out to my mommy, who's taken us to Carabas yeah. a couple times. Shout out to Betsy. Oh, yeah. We love Betsy. My mommy took me to Carabas um, after a really long day. I think that you were working late or something. I don't remember the exact circumstance, but I'd had a really long, hard day, and she offered to take me to Carabas, and it just made my day a lot better. Yeah. Love my mommy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> What's your number five? My number five, and I'm going to be real with all of y'all, and I'm going to be real with myself. You know, I think it would be remiss if we didn't do this list without paying commemoration to the OG. I'm talking the olive garden yeah tell us about number your relationship five with ben olive on my yeah ben olive founded olive garden back in the days and from there on out he has more than 800 restaurants in this country alone wow yeah that's a joke by the way that's not who actually founded all no look it up it's ben olive okay um but i love those salty breadsticks. i love those endless soups and salads I think I think I'm gonna get off I'm gonna get off my high horse here. I'm stepping down from this high horse and I'm slapping on the butt. You go down on the pasture. Olive Garden's okay. It's Should we fine. go have Olive Garden after this? No, we're ordering Indian after this. Oh, so it's good, here. but it's not good. I enough. mean, is there an Olive Garden around here? I haven't seen an Olive Garden since we moved to Ohio. I saw one in Cincinnati, but I haven't seen yeah, one in I, Columbus. Yeah, we live next to another Italian chain that is on my list. It's on my list, too. But uh, I haven't seen an Olive Garden, actually, okay, since we've so been around here. Okay, so talk to me about Olive Garden. But Olive Garden's <laughs> actually, actually, Olive Garden's actually pretty tight. It's a pretty good deal compared to a lot of these other ones because these one these, these other Carabas guys gets pricey. they don't skip they don't skip on the prices. Mm. A lot of these guys on my list, like Italian, gets up there. Yeah, it in does. cost. It's because it's a big portion. But Olive Garden, you spend like a little bit over ten dollars get unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. That's a deal. Yeah, that's a bargain, babe. And like none of them is bad. Like I've never been to Olive. I never left Olive Garden other than that one time where we had that weird oh, crazy tell, server. Oh, I gotta tell. You about can tell this that story, but like experience. I've never left Olive Garden because the food was bad. Yes. I've always left Olive Garden being like that was a pretty tight meal. It was okay. I had a couple of alcoholic beverages. I'm feeling right mm-hmm, after my mm-hmm. Olive Garden trip. I ate a lot of breadsticks. You know, Olive Garden is where it's reliable. For it's you. in Times Square. Where the ball gets dropped? I don't know why you would be in New York and have Olive Garden, though. Yeah. My um, step-aunt-in-law, like my stepdad's sister, 
lives in New York and took us to this like homegrown hole in the wall Italian restaurant in Hoboken right across the border into New Jersey. The best Italian of my life. So I have no idea why you would go to Oliver. Do you remember that one night where we went to New York together and we hung out with some of my friends and we went to that one Italian place? Or was that just kind of a blur to you? I remember we had dollar slice pizza. No, we went to an Italian restaurant. You remember that night where we were bar, bar, like bar crawling pretty intensely, and we stopped and we ate at that like hole in the wall Italian joint. I don't remember that actually. Really, it was pretty fucking legit. I remember playing like, video games in the top of Brewster. Yeah, I don't. Remember but you don't remember when we stopped Italian. and had like Italian? Dan no. was there. Really. I just probably yes, shouldn't say I, his whole name on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, let's leave but, that um, Dan was there. I do remember that. And I actually remember that um, we were switching buying rounds for each other. And I felt really bad because I ordered a cocktail. But I wasn't really in the business of having beer yet. So I was just like, I'm not going to drink a beer. Yeah, but yeah. that night we went to an Italian joint. It was pretty legit. But I, Tangent, I, I say that, I say that, but I also... I wouldn't mind going to the Olive Garden where the ball drops at Times Square. Just, you couldn't just, even get in that night. You didn't have a reservation. Well, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying New Year's Eve. I'm just saying in general, like just going to that Olive Garden would be pretty tight. I don't know Times Square, especially people who actually live in New York are not super fond of Times Square. Well, did we go to Times Square when we visited New York no, City together? No, I went when I went with my mom because the pickup point was near Times Square. But I usually... went when I went alone when we were together, like within like the first year of us yeah. going, like living. And I remember going to Times Square, and I remember being like, "All right, I'm Let's in time. I'm in Times Square. Getting across the street it's is even very rich. crowded. It's there. very crowded. Like I can't also so much advertising. Like I don't need to see that much ads. Yeah." Shout out to New York City. We've had some good times in New York yeah, City. Yeah, I wouldn't mind visiting that place again. On our own terms. Again, yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty legit, actually. We Let's should think about that. Let's talk about, about my mom that. and stepdad about that, because they like to go there, because Dave is from New York. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway. So, Olive Garden. It's Olive reliable. Garden. It does what you need it to do. I love getting fucking blazed off my ass and going to Olive Garden. Oh my god, so many times my parents, like my dad, have been in town, and we just are like, hey, let's get a little toki-toki and go meet my dad for Olive Garden. And then it's perfect because I'm not pissy, so my dad won't get pissy, and he's just so happy with us. I'm just there, silent as hell, thinking about, like, bugs and shit while just crushing breadsticks. Hell yeah. Yeah. Olive Garden. Reliable. That's my number five. What's your number four? My number four is Pasta House. Pasta House. So I want to shout out, I want to shout out Rachel McElroy because she talks about Pasta House in one of the wonderful episodes. And I always love this because Rachel is from St. Louis and I'm from St. Louis. So I always feel a little bit of hominess when she starts talking about this stuff. This is like a Missouri Italian chain staple. And part of what like really gets my heart warm about pasta house is my parents when i was a child were so excited about going to pasta house like the area where me and cam grew up was not very developed until we were about teenagers so there was no real good italian place we would have to drive like 45 minutes to an hour to get to even an olive garden like a chain place so yeah and then when they finally put the olive garden around us like over the bridge it was packed for like the first two months packed yes so one of the things that i like is it can handle this phenomenon which i call in mid- midwestern households herd eating 
It's what we did with my mom's family in Pasta House, where you invite literally everyone, like all the aunts and uncles, yeah. all the cousins. The fam eats at the Pasta House. Yes. Like, renting out, like, a 16, like, chair-like yes. kind of section, and, like, you're all just chowing down. And it was so perfect, because, like, when we went to visit St. Louis uh, this time in 2018... No one had met Campbell yet, so it was the perfect platform to be able to have a really nice Italian meal, introduce everyone to Campbell, have Campbell be in the action, and it was just awesome. I just love the family, like, the their ability to make big arrangements. Now, let me say, their toasted ravioli is par none. Like, that is something that I have had at Carabas in Olive Garden when it's on, like, a seasonal appetizer thing. But the spicy toasted ravioli at Pasta House is just, like, cannot be beat. That sounds so good right now. I know. Should we get Italian instead of Indian on Postmates? How do we not? We might. We might. <laughs> we might. We, we, already, we already planned our part in the veil here. We already planned we're going to order uh, some Indian food on Postmates after this. But talking about this... Italian food is really getting Maybe. me fucking horny for Italian yeah, food, Yeah, I'm with you. But like, I'm, I want to fucking chow down on some... I agree with you. Fucking Italian. So one thing about Pasta House before we continue is the thing about, like, Carabas and Olive Garden is I feel like they have, like, kind of a minimalist decor, kind of low lighting, super sleek design because they want to, like, actually sell themselves as, as Italian restaurants. It's very homey. But my deal with Pasta House is it feels oddly American. Like, they have Pasta House advertisements on the wall. They made, like, retro, like, 50 styles, like, Pasta House posters yeah. to put on the and wall. Yeah, like, like, Frank Sinatra playing on, like, yeah. the music and everything. Yeah. So it just feels oddly American, yet Italian. I'm going to talk about that on my next one, too. Hell yeah. What's your next one? My next one is Boca de Beppo. My number three is Boca de Beppo, too! Ah, my number four is Boca de Beppo. But Wait. it's not my number three. My number three is Carabas. Then why don't we why don't we talk about Boca de Beppo right now in your number four and my number three? Yeah. So Boca de Beppo is a pretty legit Italian joint, to be honest. One of our first dates was, was actually that Boca, at Boca de, Beppo. de Beppo. Yeah. So I just want to start at the front and say, Boca de Beppo has got some pretty legit dessert yes. options. Big ass to desserts too. Big ass desserts. Big ass lemon berry cake. Mm-hmm. Big ass tiramisu. Like, and that's what Boca de Beppo is all about. And that's mm-hmm. why it earns the number four spot on my list. It's like, it, it does some pretty hearty fucking food options. And that's because they serve everything family style. I love the family and I like style that. thing. I think that's a fun, like, kind of niche to have. And I yeah. feel like it's good to take your parents there, and too. And I, th- I think, like, if you get the right amount of people who want the, like, specific type of food that you want, it could be relatively economical. Reasonably priced, like, yeah. Like, because you could just be like, all right, everybody, we're getting the stuffed shells yes. tonight, you know, and everybody's just getting the order of stuffed shells. Sides, yeah. We're going to get some sides, you know. What where... I love about this is the family style works with appetizers, too. So I, a lot of times, want caprese for, like, a meal. Mm. But it's not enough. Like, the appetizer sampling of caprese is not enough. So you end up paying for a meal and the appetizer. F that. I just want a family style appetizer yeah. of So you get, like, 
you get like the family style appetizer of the caprese and then you get like the family style lasagna yes. and that's it baby like that's yes. your meal and like you get out of there at a pretty reasonable budget you know yeah. and, and, and the decor in there is also pretty exciting I do like that's that that's too. what reminded me of like the other point it's like it's very americana it's very like italian immigrant kind of Americana Like things decor. that you pick up over the years. Get yeah. And we, let, like, let's just say we are, I think, very media literate people. We understand that when you have those kind of restaurants, you, they literally deliver, like, a storage cube full of different stuff to fill the, lust, the restaurant with. Yeah. We understand that. But it still looks fun. It gives you a lot to look at. But can I say, we've had some strange experiences and bug to Beppo Yeah, we've had life. some waitresses talking about their diabetic partners with us, you know. Like, it's... sitting down with us, talking about their entire medical histories. Yeah, it's um, been... We've had some moments. Yeah, it's been pretty interesting. But it's so memorable. Yeah, it's so memorable, and I've never had a bad. Oh, sorry, I've never had a bad mem- like meal at uh, Boca de Beppo. Boca de Beppo. I agree with you. So, what's your number three? Since my number three is Boca de Beppo. My number three is Carabas. Okay. All right, and uh, we already talked about this quite a bit, and we've we're already going pretty long on this one. So, all I'm gonna say is that Carabas does a really good job of like feeling like higher end mm-hmm. when it's actually. About the same. Not. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's like, Carabas feels like the fancy Italian. Like, oh, you know, put on like your button up and like, yeah. you know, your, 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 the young your, your dress, off you, work, know? you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's all I really have on my Carabas. You know, I shout out to, uh, Betsy and Dave, Mitch's parents, you know, always brought me leftovers yes. that I would always eat. Chicken Brian was always mm-hmm. a big one at Carabas. Can I say Carabas too, makes like, a hell of a chicken Brian with that chicken the cutlet reheatability, with the goat cheese. The reheatability of chain Italian places is really important because the portions are so yes. big. So well, I think Carabas and Olive Garden are both good at that, but Carabas I just like a little Italian bit Italian does really good at giving you a big portion that you're either going to crush right there and feel super stuffed, or you're going to have maybe half of, and then you're like, all right, I'm going to box this up, and it's going to keep really yes. well in my fridge. It's because of that oil. Yes. And it, like, like in reheated Italian, next to, like, I would say, like, reheated Indian, maybe. Oh, is, Indian is almost better the second day because yeah. the spices. Because, like, mm-hmm. but like reheated Italian is up there too, where it is just it is just as good as a leftover. It's hashtag just right, baby. Yeah, it it really is, and that's really all I have to say about Carabas that we didn't already talk about. But that was my number three. Cool. So my number two is Bravo Cucina Italiana. Mm, that's my number two is Bravo Cucina Italiana. So since we moved to Columbus in our shopping center that has like the Marshalls and the Target and the movie theater, it has a lot of things that we go to. There's this giant two-story building that is Bravo Cucina Italiana. We finally went it's the other massive. day. massive. It's a massive building, and just talking about aesthetics here, real quick. I feel yes. like they really captured that cheesecake factory vibe. They're well, they're very, for, as far as Italian restaurants go, they are very Roman in style. Because, yes. like, you know, you've got your places like Carabas, which is like kind of Sicilian, you know. Like, I don't know if you know what you're talking about enough to really make those designations. Oh well, all right, all right, all right, all right, mixed Italian, like 
mixed Italian person walking around in Italy. Tell me, tell me, educate me. Educate me on the I hate to break it to you, but the little hole-in-the-wall best-you-can-get places in Florence, Pisa, uh, Rome, all of those places look about the same. Well, I look about the same. Yeah, they do. Well, I mean, over here, we don't have Italy. We're in America. We don't, but if we're really going to make the distinction... Uh, a lot of pride in these Italian restaurants is how long they've been there. So a lot of these buildings are very, very old. So you don't have the same style of, like, grandeur that you have, since Italy is kind of a smaller country, as you do in, like, this Bravo style. So they do end up looking similar because they're older buildings, and the technology was about the same throughout the region. Yeah. Sorry. Not to no, be an I asshole. To. I lived in Italy for four months. No, you did. You're mixed Italy over here. Yeah, I yeah. am. So... I, Bravo's so good. We had, like, four Long Island iced teas that were the best cocktail I've ever ordered in paper. Yeah, we got jacked off the... <laughs> we got pretty, um, three sheets to the wind. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I want to bring this back to my number five because I said really what I look for in these places that end up on these lists is, is the appetizer, dinner, and dessert good? Here... It was all perfect. Like, it was the one time I lo- I walked out of a restaurant and I was like, that was actually a good deal for that meal I had. You know, like, I felt like the cost was actually less than the quality for once. We spent a hundred bucks there. Well, $20 was the tip. Yeah. Yeah. Tip your waitress as well. Yeah, tip your waitress. Well, tip your, your server as well. Um, so, I thought that I had the best chicken I've ever had. At Bravo. That uh, caprese chicken was pretty legit. And it's hard to do chicken because it's so easy to dry it out, to overcook it, to not season it well enough. What did I eat? Eggplant parmesan. Yeah. It was pretty great. They cut it vertically instead of horizontally. So you got those like very long strips of like eggplant and that made it reminiscent of like a pork or a chicken cutlet, Mm -hmm. which I thought was super smart. You know, like mandolin it, you know, going that like you know do we still have our mandolin we do still have our mandolin my dad hurt himself on the mandolin we bought for him really so he doesn't use it anymore mandolins are dangerous mandolins will slice the shit out of your finger i sliced my thumb mandolining Mm -hmm. potatoes one time on that mandolin mandolins are dangerous but like wowie zowie can they produce great really long clean cuts and i feel like they mandolin an eggplant long ways to produce these really brilliant cuts for an eggplant parmesan, you know, and it, it went over perfectly. It was a perfect proportion. Can I also say that we came in, was it a third? No, it was a weekend night, and we got seated supremely quickly. We got served supremely quickly. Our food came out really quickly and in a reasonable time span. So it was just everything about that meal was perfect. And it yeah. was our first, like, nice meal we had when we came back from Columbus after, like, our first week of school and work after coming back from Maryland. So it was just nice. It was nice. I had a good time. I, uh, I want to go back there when I'm craving Italian next time. Hell yeah. What's your number one? My number one is Macaroni Grill. Oh, I forgot about Macaroni, macaroni grill. grill. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. The reason it's number one, you can draw on the fucking table. Their flavored teas are also I great. love that. Pew, pew, pew. 
any restaurant you can draw on the tables gets the number one in my book. You can just, like, if your food's, food's running a little late, no biggie. I'm on the table doodling whatever I want to doodle, you know? Like, I'm not even talking about the food yet at this point. You could draw on the tables of Macaroni Grill. It's revolutionary. No lie, I still have a sloth and a slowpoke that I drew on the Macaroni Grill table and Hell I just yeah, tore you off did. and took home with me. Hell yeah, you did. Macaroni Grill's legit. You can draw on the fucking tables. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, and their food's pretty legit, too. I think they've... Every time I go to Macaroni Grill, for some reason, I always order, like, a seafood option. And they've mm-hmm. never disappointed. Like, I remember one time, like, it was me and I think my grandmother. We were just crushing mussels yeah. at Macaroni Grill. Like, we were just crushing well, mussels. Well, I really like the build-your-own-pasta, too, which yes. is what my mom does a lot. Because I love bow tie, and I wish it would appear in more things. So to be able to put bow tie in whatever mix I want is rad. Yeah, bow tie's cute. Yeah, the build-your-own-pasta option is excellent Macaroni Grill. You can draw on the tables the Macaroni Grill. It just you know, works. It just works. It's It's... It's a really excellent restaurant. It's, I've never had a bad experience at Macaroni Grill. All my food's been really legit. All my food's been really tasty. I have gone there probably under 10 times, to be honest, in my life. See, I agree with you for a different reason, just because we would always go up to the Annapolis Mall for, like, a fun day. So, like, if my dad got a bonus, if we had birthday money to spend, whatnot, and we would almost always get macaroni grilled when we went up. So it was always something that is, like, a special thing. You were doing it because you were having a super fun day with your family up there in Annapolis. So, like, I have good nostalgia feels for it. exactly. Like, me too. Like, it's not like, it's like, oh, it's not like the fam was like, oh, I'm driving on Italian tonight. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh... Honey, we're going up to, you know, the, 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 you know, higher end city and shopping yeah. area, you know, let's go to Macaroni Grill tonight. And it's like, whoa, yes. Macaroni Grill. Can I also like, say that they had the best, like, fried mozzarella that I've ever tasted. Ooh, that mozzarella. Mozzarella. I remember going to Macaroni Grill with my friend in Virginia, Josh, after, uh, no, before going to the Barnum and Bailey Circus. That sounds really, like a really fun that night. That was a pretty legit night. Hell yeah. You know, like, now, you know, it, now that I have, like, my woke perspectives and everything, I don't know if I would agree with going to the circus. As a kid, it's different. You as can a kid, it a is very different. as a kid. Um, but, like, yeah, that was a pretty legit night, going to Macaroni Grill and then going to Barnum and Bailey Circus. Like, whoa. Like, it was Like, as, so cool. as, as, like, an 11-year-old. That's the coolest that's night That's pretty you legit, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, yeah, Macaroni Grill. Fun place, cool times. You can draw on the table. Hell Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. What's your number one? So my number one is Vapiano's. Vapiano's. I've never been to a Vapiano's. I thought you went for Dave's birthday once. I think you have been. Nope. Okay, so... I've never been to a Vapiano's. Vapiano's is a global chain. I actually went there for the first time when I was in Germany visiting my brother who was serving in the military, Mm -hmm. and he had found this specifically because we could try it back at home. Yeah. Um, How this works is... It is um, made to order, but it's in a high-end style. So you go to different stations for, like, appetizers, salads, X, Y, Z. Stations? Yeah. Like, you go to a man or a woman or a person. A person, yeah. And you say, this... I like, want you the, don't have a server. You go to this person and you say, I want this. And they say, okay. Well, you like, do have a server because someone is refilling your drinks. But as for the food order, you can go to a stand and be like, I want the fettuccine Alfredo and I want scallops in it. But could you please be light on the salt, for instance? Do you, do you get up like buffet style and you go to these people? You like, order the and table? then you sit down. Okay. 
and then they I think they either bring it to you or you get it at the end or whatever. Okay. But it I love that it's cooked to order just because especially as a younger person, I was quite the picky eater, especially with meat. Oh yeah. So being able to have like vegetables or like seafood and whatnot is really nice. Um, we went in Georgetown in Maryland. I don't know if they're still there, but the closest one to where we are currently is in Chicago. Um, it can be a little bit more expensive than what you would expect from a made-to-order place. Yeah. But I really like being able to, like, directly say to the person cooking it, like, hey, I want this. Because so much can be lost in translation. For instance, like, we went to Outback the other day when we were in Maryland, and you can ask for a different steak order, but that doesn't mean the, mean the cook is necessarily going to listen. Yeah. A lot is happening at once. Yeah, you're talking to the person that is cooking your food yes. rather than the server, so there's, like, no middle person in exactly. between. Like, so, yeah, I can imagine that that makes a lot of uh, errors, like, it, it shortens a lot of that. Yes. You know, because you're just talking directly to the cat. I'm also going to say, I really think that this is the highest quality Italian, like, on the list. Wow. I think that when you're expecting things to be so custom and so personalized, why that works is you have good ingredients. So if you're adding peppers, if you're adding meat, if you're acting, adding X, Y, and Z to something, having those individual components be good is really important. So I just have always really enjoyed going there. It feels like a special occasion to be able to go there, and it's rad. Wow, I've never had it in my life, but it sounds pretty legitimate. Yeah. I would like to go to that at some point. We'll go to Chicago. We'll make a trip out of it. Is this the closest one in Chicago? That's the sh- closest one is in Jeez Chicago. Louise, that's such a hike. Five and a half hours. Five and a half hours. Could be worse. It could be worse, but it could be better. You know. Like, I mean, it's crazy to be able to get to, like, a major city like that from where we are, though. I mean, if we're going to Chi-Town, I don't think I would bum around and, like, chain chain Italian. I feel you. you. I would go to, like, some pretty legitimate, like, deep dish. Local places. kind of, like, circumstances. I feel you, but just it's on the plate, you know. If it's on the plate, I mean, you know, you only live once, so you might as well. You you only live once, so you might as well eat all the Italian chain restaurants there are to offer what's your number one italian chain i already gave you my number one it was the macaroni grill babe we're done this is the end of the episode well tell them where they can contact us you can contact us at mystic list on twitter it's at m-y-s-t m-y-s-t-i-c l-i-s-t at twitter Okay, and what's the, the email? Our email's at mysticalisticalpodcast at gmail.com. It's literally the name of our show with a Gmail at the end. Well, and podcast. Podcast. But, uh, yeah. Mysticalisticalpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, that's what I said. Please talk to us. Please talk to us. Give us some love. Give us some kisses. Give us some hugs. Uh, tell what's us your about favorite your Italian Italian restaurant. restaurant. If you hate Italy and everything it stands for, don't let us know because... You know, that's scary. Okay, goodbye. Don't scare me. Oh, do we need to change our Postmates order?